Hello, universe. This be the B, registered nurse and retired United States Navy on a mission. I'm promoting health, wellness, but most importantly, happiness. And you are uh, tuned in to the right show. This is S Talk Radio. And, um, oh my God, my lip is tingling. I think it's time to talk. It's talky talk time. So I'm in my kitchen in my uh in the huge theater portion of my studio. Uh this is where I do my cooking shows, my kitchen, the kitchen part in it. Well, or if I'm going to do like an a, a theater production about uh, like you could use it for an altar. But this is where you could do it. this is where the, the main shows are done. The huge it's it's a huge place where you could do all kinds of different theaters. Uh, it's a theater. It's a theater like no other. So, but it's a secret underground theater uh, that, you know, a lot of people don't know about. Well, there's 8 billion people on the planet, so it's hard to tell everybody what's going on, you know. Uh, anyways, uh, I was uh, thinking, you know, King Tut's in town. I'm going to go see King Tut. And the last time I saw King Tut, I was six years old at the Field Museum uh, in Chicago. And I was uh, on a field trip from St. Pat's Elementary School. Uh, The nuns took us. They were teachers. There was a convent at at the school. And they took us on a field trip. So I thought like all field trips were to the field museum. I was, when I was a little kid, I would just process things. I was like, oh, field trip, field museum. Okay, we're going to field. And my mom was like, after that, I was like, oh, we're going field trip. Oh, we're going to go see. And my first dead person that I ever saw was King Tut. They were like, oh, he's a dead guy. Oh, we're going to see a dead. We're going. Now we were on the bus going from Rockford to Chicago. Everyone was like, oh, we're going to see a dead guy. Oh, we're going to see a dead body. We're seeing a dead. My first field trip, I went to see a dead body, King Tut. King Tut. So anyway, now he's in Scottsdale in Arizona for the 100th anniversary of them grave robbing him. And, uh, uh, you know, like everybody's so impressed with Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom and all that. I would I am too. I'm not going to I'm not kind of hypocritical. And at one point in my life uh during my, you know, I'm not going to talk about dream crushers, but uh, I had a dream crusher. I I really you know everybody knows who he is in my personal life, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to be I'm going to be a uh archaeologist like Indiana Jones. This is sidebar note. We're going to go to the left for just a second, but we'll go back on the meat and potatoes in a second. I was like, I'm going to be like Indiana Jones. I was in the Navy. I was going to Shaman University, and I became I got a bachelor's degree because first you get anthropolitical, social behavioral science, and then you go to a master's, and then you get a degree, and then you start going on digs. Anyway, if you're an archaeologist, you know what I'm talking about. So I have a bachelor's in anthropolitical, social behavioral sciences. So anyway... So I was telling, telling someone in my family, and they're like, really? You need to be Indiana Jones? That's really? really? Like, you're going to be? Yeah. I said, yeah. And at one time when I was 19, I did work for an archaeologist who uh, had all these antiquities, and he would ship them all over the world before the internet and all this stuff. 
But, and I would help him, and I used to hold antiquities. So, uh, and my, this person, you know what the difference between a grave robber and an archaeologist? And I was like, no. And they're like, a degree. So I was so far into the bachelor's, I got it. And then I started really thinking about it. Because I have a lot of respect for cultures, all cultures and all religions. And I realized that is what they did to King Tut, is they desecrated the his royal, his sacred burial. I mean, think about it. If somebody buried your their son and they were so devastated, they put all the gold, they, they were so rich, and they put everything they ever owned in there. No, wait! No, wait! Put his favorite chair! His, all his things and his things and then buried. Wait! And then his, sister's, his sister was married to him. He said, no, wait! Here! Put our all his animals and mummify them, too. Like, that was sacred. And then put a spell on there. If anyone touches it, they, they're gonna... They're gonna, they're gonna, something bad was gonna happen. And I'm don't let nothing, you know. I understand that. Like, if something, you know, if something happened to your brother or your kid or anybody, you would want them. And, and I'll see you in the next life, you know. Knock, knock, knock. I'll see you in the next life, you know, because that is the most sacredest thing to them. And then Howard Carter comes along and, oh, look at all this gold. We're gonna be so, we're so rich. Money, rawr, rawr, rawr. money, 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 money. But they they miss the whole thing. Every time you go seeing King Tut, you are visiting, you are visiting someone's loved one. That is someone's loved one, someone's brother, someone's cousin, someone's loved one. It's like going to see your grandmother's grave. And they just they just take that all over the world. Nobody nobody sees the essence of that. That is that is, you know, like I'm going to go back to my original story. When I went on that field trip when I was six years old at the Field Museum in Chicago, we were riding that bus with the nuns and everything. Yes, it's a historical, you know, thing that was heard around the world when they, King Tut at the 50th anniversary when he went. Now it's his 100th anniversary. I'm going to go there and I'm going to say, I'm sorry, I'm going to bring... You know, I'm, I'm, I know the research, what you're supposed to bring when you visit the tomb of of a, of a pharaoh. Uh, and I'm going to go and pay my respects and apologize because I didn't know as a kid. But I remember when I was six and we rode the bus and all the kids were like, yeah, we're going to get to see a dead body. Smack talking the whole way. And I was like six. I was in the front with the nun. And I was like, I was one of the little kids. I was like, ah. And then when I went... When I was there, I remember I just was staring at King Tut, the two, you know, it was it was a lot more liberal back then with King Tut. And we were so close to the to the coffin and the, the it was in a, a glass thing. And I just remember I was just staring at it going, oh, my God, that's a dead person in there. And. I was looking at all the pictures. I couldn't read at the time. And I was just looking at all the pictures. Like, oh, I was like reading the thing. I was like, oh, the bee and a, bum, a bug. And I was like, and this little person praying. I was like, oh, look at their praying on there. And I was like reading all the hieroglyphics. I was like six. I was like looking at all the, I was like, oh, this is so cool. They write in pictures. I was like, this is cool. It's like a Dr. Seuss book. And I was like reading everything on the tomb. And then everybody had left. I was the only one at the exhibit. And they had left me there. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm alone with a dead body. 
I'm like, I am alone with a fucking dead body. Excuse my language. Because I would cuss in my head as a little kid. But I didn't care. I was like, and I literally felt like I was telepathically like, oh my God, this thing's going to start talking to me. And so all of a sudden I heard uh, Sister Rosemary yell, Debbie, Debbie. And I thought it was the mummy, you know, King Tut. And I was like, is that you? And I said, is that you? And then Sister Rosemary grabbed me and I just like jumped out of my skin. And she's like, let's go. And Mrs. Murphy was like, oh my God, we left her in here. And the, the exhibit is huge. I mean, it's not, it's not like, like your living room. I mean, the thing is huge at the Field Museum. If you've ever been to Chicago, the Field Museum is huge. I mean, it's huge. And the King Tut exhibit is monumental. I mean, it's like once in a lifetime thing. I mean, if you get to see King Tut twice in your lifetime, you're, it's, it, you're, that's, like seeing the queen in England. I mean, you're, you're very fortunate. I mean, it's like, wow, it's pretty cool. So anyways, so they come and get me and they're like, oh my God, we almost lost a kid and a field trip in Chicago. And we're 40, you know, Rockford's like 40, 40 minutes, like being, and uh, it's like from, it's, it's, it's like from Fountain Hills to, from, to Phoenix and I, 45 minutes. Okay. So, so I, uh, I remember that trip and I remember eating our uh, brown paper bag lunches after, you know, right before we got on the bus to go back. And I was thinking, oh, my God, that, that thing almost, I thought it was talking to me. I was thinking to myself as a little kid, like, oh, my God, I was alone with the dead. My first field trip, we go to uh, see a dead body, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, King Tut is here and he's and what's ironic is is he started touring for his 100th anniversary 2019 I'm not kidding when COVID happened and tell me if that's not ironic he cursed the whole world with COVID I kid you not I'm not I think he did because people have no respect for other cultures and other religions and and I think if if not the universe it wants to show you we all need to have a little bit more uh, insight to things, not only as archaeologists, but as as a human race. And when you go visit this uh, art exhibit or whatever they want to call it, remember that's that's somebody's that's a, a funeral procession or site of somebody's brother and somebody's child and somebody's loved one. He's not just King Tut the pharaoh of Egypt, he was somebody's loved one. He was somebody's friend. He was somebody's best friend. He was somebody's, you know, boyfriend and somebody's, you know, he was a, a cool kid, you know, and he, he, he was a, he was somebody's son, you know, uh, and he was, he was a person. He was a, he, he was, and you're visiting a, a very sad funeral site that was desecrated and for all different things and for capitalism. And, 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 and we need to also, when you visit there, pay your respects to that. And remember that that's not just some, um, frou-frou fad that, you know, this, 
oh, let's wear some Egyptian jewelry and stuff. It's, it's a really something sacred. And um, it's kind of trippy that when he went out for his uh, 2019, his his uh, 100th anniversary tour, uh, COVID happened and a global pandemic hit the planet and they had to pause the tour and now it's going full blast. So anyway, just a little uh, food for thought and a nugget of something because uh, I'm interested in, uh, you know, uh, culture and theology and um, and I have a lot of respect for um, people's uh, ideologies. I, re- I really uh, I-, I do. So I'm going to go and pay my respects to uh, to the to uh, to the boy king. I have to I'll pay my thirty dollars, but I'm, I'm going to bring him a little something for his next life. I think he needs a cell phone and some technology because he he doesn't have that in his tomb. So I'm I'm going to go tell him about that kind of stuff, and then we we'll tell him about. This life, and if I don't know what where he's gonna wake up in the next world, but he's gonna need to know about technology, cause boy, that that's a headache in um, the twenty first century. Boy, he, he missed that one. But I don't know what world he's gonna wake up in, but he's gonna need to know about technology. I'm sure of that. And uh, my respects to uh, the the uh, King Tut family and the royalty, and I apologize that his tomb was desecrated, but. Uh, Pay my respects. I paid my, I paid my respects at six years old too. I think I was very respectful then. So um, I don't see him as just a dead body. I do see him as a, a true. Of uh, uh, I valued him as a human being, and somebody's brother, somebody's cousin, somebody's friend, somebody's husband, somebody's son, uh, somebody's. Uh, he was a father too. He, he, two times he, he he was unsuccessful and. Uh, and and he had animals. I mean, he, I, I know how much I love my animals, you know. Uh, so his animals loved him, and he, he, had, he, had, he had all kinds of things that he loved and cherished, and he had a whole life and a whole world there that, that somebody just desecrated, and I think we need to pay our respects and be uh, respectful and not uh, take take him as a joke. He's not a joke. He's... He's a person there. So um, anyway, oh, I ran over. Okay. And uh, oh, my board op is on the FaceTime and I'm looking up. I'm not looking because I have a board op on on the little screen like when you FaceTime. Okay. So and this has been uh, Ask Talk Radio. And thank you for tuning in. And um, uh, so anyway, there you go. And uh, so there you go. All right. I hope this was a... Nugget of something and ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, and buzz out.